You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Hi, welcome to the Womanpreneur Podcast. This is Amanda McEwen, and my name is Melissa Motes, and we are super happy that you tuned in to hang out with us today. Welcome. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to have all one word answers this time. I'm going to put right. it all on you. Um, I have a random question for you. Okay, can't wait. What do you have too many of at your house? What's your, oh, oh no. See, I am not a hoarder. Um, There's got to be one thing that you buy extras of, that you have backups of, that you have a lot of, you'll never run out of, you need to make sure you have plenty of. What is that for you? uh, Norm, I guess I could say mouthwash because I I find the deals at Target. I like deals. And a lot of times they'll have a buy three, get a $5 gift card. I have noticed you have very nice breath all the time. I mean, whenever I'm, I've never been offended by... Your your hellos, <laughs> hellos. <laughs> well, I, I am a big fan of oral hygiene, but in the grand scheme of things, I am not a hoarder. You know, it's funny. There's this whole movement going on with Marie Kondo, and the is that the right name? Marie Kondo, and Kondo, and yeah. the de, you know finding finding joy and decluttering, sparking. If it doesn't spark joy, you need mm-hmm. to. Pass it on so someone else can have some joy with it. And I've been doing this for years, and people have accused me of not being sentimental because I don't keep enough stuff. But when you move a lot, which I haven't for a while, but I did when I was younger, moving is terrible. And I kind of figured out that if something lives in a box, at that time it was from one move to another, I don't need it. Now it's a year. If it's in a box or I haven't touched it for a year, it goes away. That's really good. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But. I just wanted to, I felt like then maybe you would ask me what I have a lot of. because I. Are you, a, you're fishing. See, it was, see a leading, it was a leading question. I don't do well with hints. And you ready? No, no. No, I have to ask the question now. Okay. <laughs> because our, our audience is going to be like, okay. man, Amanda, you just don't even ask her. So, Melissa, I have a random question for you. Sure. What's something that you have too much of? I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> Lipstick. I was going to say, your lips are very shiny today. Thank you. This is my uh, my new lip uh, plumping gloss. Lip plumping gloss. On top, lip plumping gloss that I put on top of my super cute pink lipstick. Oh, okay. For our listeners, you might need to, you know, tune into the video to see it. <laughs> but anyway, I was just kind of looking today at my lipstick collection, and I was thinking to myself, self, mm-hmm. You have a lot of beautiful colors here in this drawer, and I think you need to be feeling extra pink today. So I brought my extra pink lipstick, and I was glad you noticed. Yeah. So that's why that sparked that for me. It's, it's terrible. I don't notice things a lot of the time. But she like, did notice my lipstick. I did. But especially with the, the girly things, I remember working with a woman once, and she used to paint her nails every week, and she would put it like a different flower on one of the fingernails from week to week. And when I first started working there, she was so excited to have another woman in the office and because she wanted to talk about her nails and the things. And I just looked at her. I'm like, I am so sorry. I'm going to disappoint you because I don't do my nails. I don't pay attention to that stuff. I That's will so make funny. an effort to notice the flower, but I'm but sorry. But see, once you bring it up, I don't. But when somebody brings it up, then you know right. to go ahead and look for that extra exactly. new flower. That's so funny. 
Well, I know that none of that had anything to do with our episode today. But, but you know, it kind of does. Really? I, I, was, I, was, I always try to find ways because I know when you tune into a podcast and they start the whole episode by blabbering about something that's totally unrelated, it can get annoying. And we don't want to annoy you. But we're talking about appearance, and I think that does come into play is what we're actually talking about. So today's theme we thought would be business. It is a casual yet still professional world. And I think that, is that a great title? I, I like it. I, Why don't you let us know, viewers and listeners, if you like well, it? Well, we hope you like it. <laughs> um, but we were talking, Amanda and I, you know, obviously brainstorm and chat behind the scenes and try to think about different themes and, and topics to touch on in, you know, our um, podcast. And we were just kind of talking about how, yes, uh, being a freelancer, being a business owner, especially in the creative side of the world, you know, uh, photographers, uh, artists, musicians, voice actors. I mean, you have worked with so many different creatives um, that I know that this this theme really, you know, rang true for you. There's, there's a difference between being casual in the way that you conduct business and maybe dress how your appearance is, et cetera. But then when you want to be taken seriously as a business owner and someone being hired for services, et cetera, mm -hmm. you still want to be professional and you can walk a fine line, I think, between being casual and being professional. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts on this? I think this, it's changed so much. I mean, even in my working career, which has been about 20-ish years, yeah. you know, the, the world has changed. And I saw what happened when sort of this, the generation below me, not below in stature, Behind. but below as in younger, yeah. came in. You know, I, I feel like the millennials get a bad rap a lot of the time. And I understand there's a lot that can be misconstrued about, you know, entitlement and different behaviors. And there's a cert certain aspect of being spoiled. I'm not, I, I don't know that that's my place to decide. What I do know is that there are some things that have happened with that generation that I can support 100%. Heck yeah. Because, you know. They've helped us. Right. They have sort of stepped up and said, we're going to take control of our environment. You know, we, it's the flexible work schedule and that the, the nine to five or the eight to five schedule is based on ancient traditions. It's not really the most productive schedule for most people. And in most yeah. situations, most working you know, in, in businesses, we work on deadlines. There are certain things that have to be done by a certain time. But as long as you accomplish those tasks by the time you're supposed to, it shouldn't matter if that's done between nine and five. Maybe you can sit down and do it between nine and 12 and, you know, and that's fine. But a lot of people want, they want that time. They want that work-life balance. They want to get their jobs done sure. and do them well, but they also want to spend time with their families and they want to go do the things that are important. And they've sort of people, and I'm part of this too, I, fe I feel with it, we've sort of stepped up and said, we are still going to do a great job for you, 
But it, things are different now. Mm-hmm. Technology has made it so that we can work for every, from everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite things is that my overhead is so low. It's my laptop and some software. Internet and I can connection. Work from anywhere that I have an internet connection. Zero pants. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe some for, form of pants, but just a, a maybe more comfortable fabric. You know, not, just, not real pants, though. Right, not like, real pants. Not Never real, real not pants. Not slacks. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? What slacks. do you think, what do you oh, think about have, that word? Oh, my Pilates instructor hates the word slacks. <laughs> I, so I Tina, also, if you end up listening to this, I didn't tell her to say slacks, but she's going to keep I saying it I also think the word slacks is very funny. <laughs> I, I just, whenever anyone says slacks, I'm like, that's mm-hmm. just funny to me. And, well, that's the other thing. I mean, we're choosing comfort now yeah. because we're more productive when we're comfortable. Yes. And I mean, I have a lot of different things that are my favorite thing about being self-employed. A lot of them fall under comfort. I get to control the temperature. Every office that I've ever worked in has been freezing. Man, imagine and how awesome we can be when we're comfortable. I know. Or, or wise. In, in Vegas in the summer, sometimes people get a little cheap with the AC yep. and then it's too hot and people get cranky and that's no fun either. Yep. I love having that control over my environment, being able to eat food when I want to eat food yep. and take breaks and all of that. But it's allowed me, you know, when I had the, the, the realization, I mean, I always knew that I would work better from home. I'm a self-motivated type it just made more sense. Yep. Um, when I was sort of figuring out what was next for me and I was ready to leave my job, I didn't want to be there anymore, but I'm also very methodical and I had to figure out the right way to do it. And there, <laughs> well, I mean, there was sort of a situation that happened and I had tried to quit um, or at least put the thought in people's head, like, I, you know, I'm really not happy here you know, can we make any changes or is it time for me to go? And then I would be made a promise and then it wouldn't happen. And that happened a few times and I got fed up and I just thought, okay, well, if you need me here so badly, because they they would sort of say, no, we need you here. We want you here. Okay. So I made a decision and I went totally office space, another 90s movie reference. If you haven't seen it, please watch Office Space. It's one of my favorite comedies. I know it's based in the 90s, but I can I can make it a little current because the guy who created it also created Silicon Valley, which is a great show on HBO right now. Yes. Current, I do have a current reference. Anyhow, you know, I decided I'm just not going to go. Yeah. And I did not go to my office for the majority of four months. I got a VPN on my computer, my office computer, so I could access it from home. And I went to the office on Mondays for four hours so I could physically sign the things I had to approve and, and do that. And it, it, it wasn't necessarily me trying to be defiant or, defiant or rebellious. I was, just, I was just done. And I figured that, you know what, yeah. if you want me this badly, it's going to be on my terms. I just want and, to acknowledge the rebel in you. Oh, well, I'm a little bit rebellious. She can be a little rebellious. <laughs> you know, sometimes she's underestimated it's, because she's sweet and um, pretty and just a nice person. But, you know, you had made your decision that you were you know, on your way out. And so you started to kind of define your, your boundaries mm-hmm. and what you wanted to do. But you wanted to be comfortable, you know, and it, it was true. And in, in that time, what I, I mean, I really I figured out my 40 or 50 hour a week job really only took about three hours a day. The rest of the time was filled with the chit chat, 
with basically playing psychologist to all the coworkers. You know, it was just filled with a lot of nonsense. It was unproductive time and it was wasteful. And that is actually how my new business model came to be. It was like, wait a minute. So when I came in there and the place was a mess, I had a lot of work to do. I had to fix it. I got it into a place to where all the systems were there and everything operated smoothly and, and it was great. But I also realized, like, man, they don't actually need me here anymore mm-hmm. um, because I've set it up. They could bring somebody in, save themselves some money, get somebody else to just now maintain the systems that I already set up. And then I thought, well, man, if it's only a couple hours, like how many businesses could I help people who don't need maybe a full-time person, Mm -hmm. but they need a little bit of help? And that is sort of when the light bulb clicked. But a lot of that too was talking with other people, especially business owners and other employees who on the employee side were just, they were also fed up because they were forced to be in this office where they weren't comfortable for the majority of their week. And they knew that if they could have some quiet time and work on their own, they could cut that work significantly. And then there was sort of the business owners, more of the, I don't even want to say older, but there's sort of an older mindset of, no, I need my employees to be there Monday through Friday from nine to five. I need to keep an eye on them because you can't trust people to work on their own. Yeah. And I heard this from a number of business owners who were good people. I, I like them. And I, I told them my concern is that you're going to lose your most valuable employees because mm-hmm. people are taking power. Yeah. And especially the younger ones, they're, they're saying, because it used to be the person giving the job was sort of the one with the power. They were saying, I'm giving you money, so you will do things my way. And that's just how it worked. Now people have figured out, wait a minute, I'm the one with the talent. I'm the one providing the service. I'm the one doing the work to keep your business going. Mm -hmm. What's in it for me? And that might sound selfish to some people, but to me, it's really smart because it's, and it's even to the playing field in a sense that you can stand up for what you want and technology because it's made it so you can work anywhere, you you know, there, (laughs) there's a value for you and somebody in another state in another sure. country might be able to offer you what you want. Yeah. You got to ask for it. I think I I totally agree with where you're going on that. I also think that there's still, you know, boundaries and um, you know, when you are employed by someone, um, I think it's it's having a good relationship and it's having a meeting of the minds and it's it's good communication. I'm not saying that you're saying be demanding oh, no, you and definitely say how not. you want to be. I know you're it's, not saying it, it, that, but I mean, it's one of those mm-hmm. things though. You you do, if you are working for somebody else, you do want to be comfortable and happy and productive and do your best and communicate the things that work well for you um, and hopefully have a really open, positive rapport with the people who you're working with. And I know it's not always the case, you know, mm-hmm. but some things that I was thinking might be, you know, some, some food for thought is... Um, one thing voice actors ask me all the time is, so if I get hired to do a job and I have to go into a studio to do a voiceover gig, like, how should I dress? Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because so many of us 
creatives and, you know, work from home that we kind of almost forget, like, what is acceptable? We don't know how we're supposed to present ourselves in public anymore. Do I brush my hair? You know, I mean, (laughs) so it's so funny. But I mean, the people who are living in the corporate world, I mean, I think have a clearer understanding of those, those boundaries and expectations. And Ugh. I know. I'm sorry. Panty you're listening. I'm making a face, and it's because high heels and that. I, yeah, I'm. I'm all about comfort. I don't. I don't wear heels. Um, I know as a girl, I'm supposed to, or that's what people say. Fortunately, I'm tall enough that I'm not worried about trying to present like I'm taller. Right. I choose comfort. I choose comfort every time. But I like heels personally <laughs> if they're girl. cute and they're sparkly. I'm but not judging heels. I know you're not, but I'm just saying they're not comfortable. Right. But I always just go, well, how cute are they? <laughs> like, are they cute? Are they that cute that oh. if I hurt, it's worth it? I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes I make that decision. But I will... <laughs> I will say, well, my advice to voice actors and other other creatives in general would be, you know, you want to make a great first impression or a great impression in general. And I mean, yeah, I would start off with the hygiene aspect where, you know, maybe... Hi, oh, hygiene. I, for some hygiene. reason, I heard hygiene and I thought you were going in there like, where's some mom jeans? And I thought, where are you going no, with this? No, no. Hygiene. 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 Not hygiene. Okay. You know, like going back to your mouthwash earlier today, maybe stock up when there's a good sale at Target. I told you it was relevant uh, to our right? topic. Totally relevant. <laughs> but um, pick a great lipstick color. Um, (laughs) But no, but I mean, um, it's crazy to actually have to say this, but yeah, you know, take a shower Mm -hmm. and put on some clean clothes. Um, Anytime you're going to be around other people, shower. I mean, I I can't not shower in a day. I mean, it's just, it's part of it, but it's, it's part of my routine. I mean, I wake up with For that. sure. But it, n- nobody wants to smell badly. No. If you just, you want to look nice, you want to smell nice, and you want to just be nice. Those are the nice, <laughs> check check all those yeah. boxes. Um, it's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm fortunate. I feel fortunate because I care about comfort. Yeah. Because the in- production industry that I, most of my career has been in, it's very casual. And I'm glad because I, you know, I don't uh, just wearing like the skirts and the dresses and the suit jackets. I'm not comfortable in that stuff. I just collared shirts. I just always feel like I'm suffocating in yeah, that stuff. Me too. But and and it's and it doesn't also lend itself to express you know your personality and who you are too when you kind of feel like you know stifled and mm-hmm. and stuff. But but I would say. Um, you know, in our industry, in our creative industry, you can be casual, but I would say if you're looking at all your jeans, maybe wear the ones that have the least holes in them, you know, right. uh, yeah. or, you know, the, yeah. your, your, your least holy pair. And if you're going to wear a t-shirt, you know, wear a nice one, mm-hmm. um, you know, look clean and presentable and put together. I think your statement should be I care, right? You know, I put a little effort in, um, but it doesn't mean you have to dress in clothing you wouldn't normally wear. Right. Um, but I think it's just being mindful of I'm about to go in and represent my brand. My brand is me. I'm a voice actor. I'm just saying, she's wearing a God Voice shirt from the Voice Actor Studio. God Voice. I was really excited about these when we made them. Um, But my thing is, is, you know, I've gone in to do voiceover sessions at ad agencies and I've met clients of mine um, wearing 
sometimes a really cute dress and Mm -hmm. heels and I've dressed up a little bit more. Other times I've just been wearing jeans and a t-shirt, but um, it's more about the way that I carry myself and I do put effort into my overall appearance. Um, But I think the, the main theme is I care and the theme is you carry yourself in a professional manner. It's like, you know, um, these are people who are hiring you for a service and you're going to build a relationship with. So, Mm -hmm. uh, keep that in mind. And, um, it's, you can be casual and you can be yourself, but being professional, what does being professional mean? You know, Mm -hmm. what does that mean to you? For me, being professional is remembering that I'm there to serve them and remembering that, um, you know, someone is writing me a check for what I'm about to do for them. And they think that I'm a great fit for their project. And I want to be remembered for the right reasons. And I want people to call me back and say, man, she was really easy to work with. She mm-hmm. was, um, really seemed to, to, you know, be attentive and, and care about our project. And she asked questions and, you know, I'm really big into, Um, mirroring a situation that I'm in. So when I go into a live recording session, if I see that there's a room full of people and they're all business and sometimes they're very corporate and they want to just get right down to business, no small talk, none of that stuff, I'm going to assess that situation and I'm going to mirror that situation. Mm -hmm. I'm going to basically be the same way. Um, but if I walk into a recording session and somebody's got an acoustic guitar <laughs> and they're singing and they're talking about, you know, who got kicked off of American Idol or Survivor last night, um, you know, I might want to know who it was or <laughs> throw in a, you know, uh, a thought about that or chit chat or get involved and just be fun and casual with them or get to know them, ask them questions about themselves. Um, that's a really good way to, I think, roll. Um, so assess the situation. To me, that's another part of being professional is mm-hmm. um, understanding the cues, understanding right. the cues of the people who are hiring you. I don't care if you're a voice actor or a musician or a photographer or, you know, a graphic designer or I'm thinking of other, you know, just random creatives, but uh, writer, what do you, what else you got? That's enough. <laughs> Those are some good examples. You know, whatever kind of meeting you're you're going into or whatever kind of session you're going into, mm-hmm. pay attention to that kind of stuff. Yeah. We, we talked about reading the room in a, a different episode, but and I think that really plays a big role in all of this and mm-hmm. knowing what professional is. Because we know logically that your ability, in your case, to record voiceover is not affected by the clothing. Unless you're wearing some like yeah. dangly jewelry that's going to make sounds on the mic, then it might affect you. But for the most part, yeah. I, you know, the and, and I run into this a lot because what I offer are business services and there's a disconnect sometimes because people are like, well, but business people are corporate. And business people wear pantsuits. And and I can't even say pantsuits. They wear slacks. They wear slacks. <laughs> Um, and blouses. Oh, blouses is even worse. And I can't, I can't wear nylons. I, they, ugh, a, blouse, a blouse slack combo. Oh, yes. <laughs> With high heel pointy toe shoes. Oh, no. That is your worst nightmare. That that pretty much is, yeah. yes. So, and a flower on your nails. Right. <laughs> but, you, you know, it's understanding 
how the world is different. Like I, because I work with creatives, creatives are my clients. Those are the people, you know, I need them to feel comfortable with me. We've talked about that before, but it's a big thing. And that when, even when I worked in an office, if I showed up in a dress and I'm not anti-dress at all. I mean, especially living in Vegas in in the summer, a dress is much easier than pants because it's 110 outside. Ugh, just yeah. clothing in general is icky. 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 Hashtag um, icky. But if I showed up to that office in a dress because I worked with all men and it was a very casual environment, I would have been out of place and it would have made other people uncomfortable mm-hmm. because, you know, to have one person who's overly dressed in a casual situation or somebody who's underdressed in a formal situation. I've been the latter. That is something. And I'm actually quite comfortable with it because I choose comfort and I own it and it's fine. But you have to know, and I'm going to segue because Vegas is such a weird city. It's very transient and there are people, it's very tourism It it is kind of like an anything goes. And I always say at any event, no matter how formal, I mean, you could be at a show at the Smith Center, which is sort of like our Broadway here with all the fancy shows. But even at the Smith Center, you will find one guy in a Hawaiian t-shirt and flip-flops and jean, like jean shorts or some sort of shorts. And you will find one woman decked out in glitter and like the full-on ball gown mm-hmm. and everything in between. There's no really set rule anymore. Yep. Some people like that and some people hate it. But did the guy that threw on his, um, you know, his flip-flops and his tropical shirt... Did he do it with the attitude that he cared? Right. <laughs> Did he put well, on his nicest um, <laughs> tropical shirt and his right. cleanest flip-flops? And, and did he comb his mm-hmm. hair and brush his teeth? I bet right. you he did because he was going to go out on the town. Mm-hmm. And that that's the thing when you were talking <laughs> about all of that. It's, you know, I am a very, my, I would say if I have any sort of style, it's casual style. Like when it comes to clothes, I am a jeans and t-shirt girl is what I have. It's yeah. what I'm comfortable in. Yep. However, when I'm working, I'm going to wear a t-shirt, but it's going to be plain. It's not, I mean, plain in color. Like I'm not wearing, I have a lot of concert shirts. I don't wear those in professional settings. Usually, you know, it's my outfit, if you can even call it that, will be color coordinated, you know, no holes. I mean, very no minty breath. Definitely. Definitely use mouthwash before I go out. You know, but there is at least the semblance that maybe I don't care as much as most, but I do care a little bit. And, you know, like when I'm at home or when I'm just running to the grocery store, I don't wear makeup. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. That, that's always when I run into somebody, of, of course, course, is when it's how it goes. every time when I decide I'm just going to sneak out and run this quick errand. And that's when I run into, and the last time I ran into a makeup artist friend of mine and I was just thinking... What is she thinking right now? She didn't comment on it. I think it was okay, but you're you know, beautiful but without if, makeup. Thank you. But if I go out to meet with a client every time, and it and it's funny. I mean, some clients it depends on how long we've been working together. But there's sort of an understanding, especially with other female business owners. We get each other. We understand. So you know, my, my friend Jody, who's a producer who I love. And, you know, we try to get together fairly often and, you know, we work together however we can, but there's just always sort of the understanding, like some days I may put on pants for you. Some days I might put on makeup, 
Sometimes not, and it just it's depends okay. on the kind of day you're having. That's how yeah, I re- several times before you and I started working together. I remember that in our little Starbucks coffee dates, I would get the text, Amanda McEwen, I'm not wearing makeup today, and I said, Melissa Motes, I'm going to Pilates straight after I meet you, so that's how I'm going to look. Yeah, <laughs> we were fine. fine with it. Well, one thing I want to uh, touch on too regarding casual versus professional. Um, you know, is communication, communication style. And, um, you know, I know that a lot of times we're doing business with people via text, email, phone, conversation, Skype, um, and also through social media. Um, I think that, you know, it's worth bringing up. Um, For me personally, and this is just my opinion, I mean, I'm sure that, that there are many people who would disagree with this, but I think you have to really know who you're talking to as far as if you're if you're writing someone an email and you're throwing a ton of acronyms in every other sentence is you're speaking in an acronym and maybe the person who you're you're working with is an older person or doesn't really understand or speak in acronym um are you why are you laughing i'm laughing because you mentioned this in our communication episode i think it was yeah and it bugs me right because i'm an old person that doesn't always know what an acronym i'm like what in the hell are they talking about and i remember like i sent you an email recently we're talking about the podcast and i said you know like those are great for bts photos and i got your email back and said what is bts and i was like oh it's behind the scenes and then later when i was I was QCing one of the episodes and it was that one. I had forgotten that you said that and you talked about the acronyms and I'm like, oh, I just did that thing that she hates. You just BTS'd me. Mm-hmm. But and you, I was like, you just called yourself old for, for doing that. So. Well, I'm, I'm, that's old, why I was I'm old-ish. You know, old-ish. my eye that's cream fine. is definitely hanging in there. <laughs> and what, am, what can I say? But I do think um, not being so um, quick in your writing that everything is so abbreviated. I think being, you know, thorough, but not too lengthy is important. Mm -hmm. I think getting to the point is important. And just knowing the person that you're speaking to is huge and, um, and how you engage that person. So, uh, some, some people do appreciate uh, a little bit more of a corporate formal response Mm -hmm. in the way that they're writing. So again, we talk about reading the room. Also read the cues in the way that someone is writing to you and the way someone's speaking to you. Be yourself. I mean, yeah. always be yourself. But um, again, it's that casual versus professional. If you are uh, a business and you are a brand, um, you, you know, you want to you want to make a good impression. You want to make sure you're spelling words correctly. <laughs> you want to yes. make sure that you're using at least remotely. Um, uh, solid punctuation, you mm. know, um, you know, you could be, I, I put in a lot of extra commas because <laughs> I, I write the way that I read as a voice actor. Uh-huh. So, uh, or a lot of ellipses and Ooh. that's my yes. thing. I'm into, I really liked it. I, I take some of them out when I'm sending out your e-blasts I know. because, you know, it's just the way that I but, am. But it, and it's great. And you, you triggered ahead. three things Go. for me here. Go, Take it away, One, lady. My mom found this mug for me that I love. I have tea out of. And on it, there's a picture of an aardvark. And it says, always be yourself unless you can be an aardvark, then be an aardvark. So that's when you were saying that and why I was laughing. It was because of that. Two had to do with grammar. 
I, I, I'm a little bit of the grammar police, but not in the way, if you misspell the word your and your, I will and not your, point it out. Your, wait. That is not my place oh, to- Oh, I was thinking there, there, yeah. there, and there. I will not be that person with the passive aggressive asterisk with the correct spelling. It's not that important. Um, I probably won't like that post be just out of out of principle. However, it's not my place to correct unless you're asking me and unless I really think it's going to help you. I, I won't be that person. Me either. I do I do acknowledge it. I mean I see it. I'm like, ah, they use the wrong, but it's okay. Yeah. It happens. I'm not gonna judge you for it. But when you're presenting yourself, why are you laughing at me? I'm just, go ahead. I'm just taking this all in, <laughs> because Amanda. Because you love me. You're I happy do. to hear me. I love to hear you. I love to hear what you have to say. I'm, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sure you've saved some of my grammar in the well, past. And it's, it's not that it's bad. And that's the thing. You, as a creative, I mean, you do write the way you speak. Yeah. Uh, my friend Dave, who I made the documentary with, is like that too. He And he says the exact same thing. I write like I talk. Big fan of the run-on sentences, no commas, woof, you know? Yeah. So, but he, even he, like, understood, like, when we're presenting communication in written form, he'll send stuff to me, I edit it, I send it back. Yeah. Because there's nothing wrong with how he's writing it or how you're writing with it, yes. because that is who you are. Yep. However, you have to think about the end user. And if the end user is somebody who is more corporate or more business, they will judge you for that. I mean, number like going back to just if you're just getting started or you're looking for a new job or a new client, if you use a resume or if you use LinkedIn, whatever way it is, if there are grammatical errors on that, you might get discredited immediately for something mm -hmm. that silly. With, and the, the psychology behind it is that is the piece of paper that is supposed to represent who you are and what you have to offer. It's a little different in the digital world now where it's, it's much more visual and all of that. However, and that kind of segues into point number three, which is use your brain. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I always feel like I'm the one giving sort of the tough love advice and I, you know, but it, it comes from a good place. If your company is going all out and throwing a nice holiday party, you could have a drink, but don't have 12. Don't be that guy that's on the table dancing. Don't be the girl that lets out a huge secret about your boss. Understand that just because you're now in a more casual environment, it's still professional. Like it, what you, your actions could still have an impact. And the number of stories that I've heard from business owners, from employees, mm -hmm. from people Absolutely. who have forgotten to be professional in a situation like that, decided to indulge. And the repercussions, I mean, sometimes people have lost their, their jobs. jobs. They've, they've gotten fired. fired. It's <clears> just, <throat> that's where, you know, just, think about it. Even if you're friendly with your yeah. coworkers, <clears throat> you kind of have to keep that in mind in, in that, I mean, you just have to know what's at stake. Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. sometimes the situation is appropriate and sometimes it's not. And it's, it can, that line can be a lot of us are friends with the people whom we work with. Mm -hmm. It's just how it happens. Some were friends first, some we became friends with, there's a lot of that sort of familiarity and that's what mm. gets people into trouble. It's that, oh, you know, it's just, I could use you. Oh, it's just Melissa. She won't care. Mm -hmm. But maybe not safe to make that assumption. She cares. I care. <laughs> I'm after you. Yeah, like when you come to my parties and you act like a complete 
professional. Right. I appreciate it. I, Look, I, they were wondering where I, I was going. I know. But did what you happens, like my did you like my dot comma? dot dot? I did. I did. But it's what's funny is I get hit with the opposite and people get upset that I'm not drinking, that I'm not, you know, and it's I mean, that's just who I am. At some point, maybe people will start to accept that and it's fine. I think you're a lot of fun. And it's what? not about being professional yeah. in that case. Yeah. That's just who you I am. You can have fun and not have to, to, to yeah. drink and party your booty off. You party a different way, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. There you go. But you know, it's one of those things. I think um, assess, you know, are you being too casual? Are you, um, you know, are, are you in tune with, with being a professional? Um, are you carrying yourself in a way when you're engaging with people who are hiring you that they're going to think you're trustworthy and that you have follow through? I think your track record says most everything, but if it's a brand new relationship, it's about that first impression. So those are some really big things to kind of think about and, and, you know, look at, or maybe you've made a few mistakes along the way and you've been like, oh man, I really learned from that never doing that again. Or, you know, someone who's made some mistakes along the way and you go, oh my goodness, I'm glad that wasn't me. And, you know, or maybe we've said something today that, you know, he struck a chord with you. But I think at the end of the day, it is, it is, you want to be true to yourself. You want to, you want to honor your personal brand. You, you want to be creative and, and fun and, and, mm-hmm. and let your freak flag fly. That's what right. John McClane always <laughs> says. That's hard to say. Freak flag fly. Uh, do it. Yeah. But, um, but you also want to make sure you're not doing it at a cost of where people are thinking, oh man, I don't know if I want to work with this person. Um, you know, and punctuality never goes out of style. Being a good communicator, <laughs> um, being appreciative. Sorry, I was ten minutes late today. Um, um, oh, I wasn't laughing for that reason. Yet, <laughs> <laughs> since you mentioned it, but right, super unprofessional. So, yeah, right, so unprofessional. However, but, if you are going to be late because things happen, yeah, send a little message. Don't. I'm not saying text and drive, mm-hmm. but you know, most of us have some sort of auto function. Or if you get in the car and you already know you're going to be late, mm-hmm. just send a quick note and say, "I'm I'm going to be a little bit late. Yeah. It's fine." And you don't always have to make it a novel. I no, think when you, you make don't. it a novel, it's worse. Right. Yes. I think as a business owner um, here at you know the voice actor studio, for me, if I have an engineer who's going to be late or you know someone who's helping me out with something and they're like, oh my gosh, I had this crazy emergency and they give mm-hmm. me a novel, I'm just like, oh, I just had to take 10 minutes to read your novel. And you know, I would prefer them to just say, hey, I'm on my way. I'm gonna be a few minutes late. Yeah. Great. Succinct. I don't I don't need a I don't need an explanation. Yeah. I just want you to get here safely. But and, um, so that's a thought. Yeah. And I, I think I think we have to talk about social media when it comes to being professional. Yeah, we do. Because here's the thing is your social media pages are yours to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You can do and say and post whatever you want. But I encourage you to remember, if, if, and this is whether you're looking for a job, whether you're looking for a client, it doesn't matter if you're self-employed or work for somebody else. People pay attention. They look, you, and we, we know about lurkers and people who, you know, there are people who are seeing your post and you don't know that they're seeing it. And back when I worked for a company, First thing I would do before hiring somebody else, I would, you know, I checked the resume or whatever they sent in. This was, you know, a few years ago when there were still resumes. And, you know, but it was 
social media, Facebook especially. I, I think Instagram is still a little bit new. I looked to find whatever I could online about those people. And if I saw there's a bunch of partying or there are a bunch of complaining, for, for me, complaining is a big one. And Probably bigger than anything is mm -hmm. just people who get really angry and get really aggressive and yep. confrontational. Uh, um, that, to me, is like a huge red flag mm -hmm. for working with yeah. someone. As an employer, that mm -hmm. I mean, that was huge because I need to know that you're going to be calm. And even in my current situation of being self-employed, we've talked about how important the solution mindset is mm -hmm. and working with people whose vibes are similar. And that if somebody's complaining all the time, I, I think about how are you going to be to work with? You're just going to complain, but then it's going to be directed at me or about the work or it just, it's not, it, it sends a red flag to me that mm, this person's going to be trouble. It's, there's going to be drama and we don't want drama. Mm -hmm. Not and again, it's it's you're allowed to do that, and I, I don't want to tell anybody. Do yourself, do your thing, mm -hmm. but just be mindful that uh, it, it kind of goes back to when you were a kid, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like Friday night, and you're getting ready to go out with your friends, and a good rule of thumb. This is the way I rolled: was would I make the decision to do X, Y, Z? If my parents were standing right here, you know, oh. would I would I say this? Would I do this? Mm -hmm. Would I make this decision? You know, would I kiss this boy? And I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, for me, I wasn't really like uh, too naughty of a kid. Like mm -hmm. I wasn't a big party girl. I wasn't a drinker. I wasn't into any of that stuff. I was a pretty good rule follower. I would say I was a pretty darn good kid. But honestly, if I was ever like in that rule of thumb or wanting to follow a rule of thumb rather, I would just kind of go, hmm, if my mom and dad were here, I probably wouldn't say that or probably wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. um, so that was my, that helped me. So I think um, in this world <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with professionalism, I think maybe the, the rule of thumb would be Think of your dream job or a dream project you want to land or something that's super important to you. And if you were in an interview situation where someone was going to decide whether or not they wanted to move forward with you or choose you as the candidate or use your creative services, and you know, you're about to post something or say something, let a little like cartoon bubble pop up in your mind and picture yourself in that interview or that situation yeah. and go... If they read this post that I'm about to make, would this possibly jeopardize, you know, the opportunity mm -hmm. that I would love to have someday in the future, right? right? Even if it's yeah. far away from now, people dig, they go back, they mm -hmm. dig. So I would just suggest um, maybe use that as like a little, you know, your little... On and, your and shoulder. To it's why some people have separate business profiles yeah, and personal ones, sure. which I think is smart. I don't have that myself, but yeah. you know, I understand because there's one page then you can share with your, you know, work people. And then there's one and it's usually under a pseudonym that's the the part the real personal one, which I'm all for that. To me, that's smart because yeah. if you have that sort of fun party side or whatever it is that you want to share. And you're more interested in, in looking how fun I am than I'm trying to make business contacts. Cool. I, yeah. I, I want to see how much fun you have too. But we, thinking about, and just, but remember who's friends with you on that social media. I, I actually had to fire a girl because she had added me on Facebook. And then one day she called in, actually, she didn't even call in sick. Her friend called and left a message on our company voicemail in the middle of the night. It's like 3 a.m. and said, so-and-so is, you know, she, she's really Deathly sick. Ill. I'm not sure, you know, she's not going to make it. 
I looked at her Facebook page. She was out celebrating Cinco de Mayo. Partied pretty hard. That's why she was sick. Had a, you know, I mean, it, it wasn't the only reason, you know. That um, she was let go. But it, but it, yeah. I noticed it. And I thought, why would you make, why would you add your boss on Facebook? And, and then at least not, I, I just, it, to me, it didn't make sense. I, I, another thought just popped into my head too is, you know, each social media, I'm no social media expert. I mean, I, I, I would love to hear from a social media expert on this next thing I'm about to touch on. But one of the things that I've been advised on too is really knowing um, when and where on which types of social media. Mm-hmm. So in other words, like LinkedIn, for example, super professional business territory Mm -hmm. um, and the way you conduct yourself on that type of social media versus maybe stuff you would share on Instagram or, or, you know, Facebook or whatever, or Twitter. Um, I I don't really have, uh, you know, super specific advice on this. I'm not at all an expert, but I do definitely know that when I'm approaching social media, something that I might share and talk about on the platform like Facebook, would be very different than how I would share on LinkedIn um, just because of the way that I'm engaging different audiences. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something worth mentioning yeah. um, in my, you know, very limited, <laughs> uh, you know, knowledge on social media. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm a humble student of the <laughs> business world. Social Do you ever feel tired, Amanda McEwen? McEwen? Do I feel tired? I feel sleepy. I feel sometimes yeah. I feel like there's just so much going on mm-hmm. and things change so fast. You just get comfortable with one. You like you just yeah. got comfortable with Facebook and now everybody's on Instagram. And, and now you get comfortable with Instagram and yes. now it's something else. And it, even like hashtagging's not even that right. cool anymore. Yeah, it's it's like I like to say hard. hashtag blah blah blah. I remember the first time I was like, "What's a hashtag? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? What's yeah. a blog?" I remember right. even being like, "What does that mean?" Oh, and then that was a, a long time too. ago. Oh, what's a vlog? Yeah. But Ooh. It, you know, it's but yeah. And social media is tricky because even when you're a business owner, whatever you are, you have to show both. It's 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 the the struggle with somebody who also is not great with social media and I'm trying to get better, but it's that thing where, you know, I offer business services, so I'm very aware of providing content that I feel is relevant to business owners yeah. and other individuals who want to start businesses and maybe need my help. However, we're in this time where personal brand is a thing. And people care who you are as much as, if not more, than what you do. Mm-hmm. And that's where it gets tricky. And I, I, you know, had somebody say to me the other day, you know, well, your company is called Artvark Girl, but we don't know who the girl is. I thought, huh, because I'm not really in, I'm, I don't take selfies. I don't really know how to. I don't like them. Um, there's just a lot. I'm not, I don't feel like people want to look at me. I think, you know, they want to know how I can help. They do. But you're really pretty. People would you. like to look at you. But I'm, that's, I'm telling you, they would. You know, I'm, that's not in my comfort zone. And it's not, again, <clears throat> not a matter of being self-conscious. I just don't. Yeah. I just it's don't not think about that you think picture. You you think about it through your mm-hmm. point of view, your perspective, yeah. right? But it's hard to, to see it from other people's mm-hmm. perspectives. And I mean... I think when you're a business owner, I mean, every day is a learning experience. I mean, I I feel like I learn multiple things every single day, and I'm a humble student of mm-hmm. my, my craft as a voice actor, and I'm a humble student of 
life and, you know, running businesses. I think for me personally, if I were to share a piece of advice or a tip that um, I have found to be very helpful for me in my journey of building a, a brand uh, as a voice actor and building a brand, uh, the voice actor studio. Um, and now us people getting to know us as the Womanpreneur podcast too. Mm-hmm. I would say just really let things organically um, evolve and take shape. I think that sometimes we try too hard to, I've seen people try really hard to make an entire plan of a month's worth of posting and, you know, do all these different things a certain mm-hmm. way that feels so regimented and and, and strategized and, um, what's the word I'm looking for, just pre-planned and canned and, yeah. and stuff. I've, I've, it's never worked for me. And I've, I've really tried to just trust my heart, trust my gut. And every day I put energy toward my businesses. I put energy toward serving others and really genuinely wanting to help them. Um, but I take it a day at a time. I mean, of course I I have some planning involved and I, and I want to be organized and I want to be, um, prepared and offer great, you know, services and I want to be there for people, but I have to roll with the punches each day and I feel like organically creating content for me as things are happening and uh, just t- chipping away small. You you can't expect for your business to just blow up overnight. I mean, it does happen for some people. And I mean, that's amazing. Sometimes a product or service or brand will go viral and everybody's just like, oh my gosh, and it's the next big thing. That's awesome. I'm so happy for people when that happens. Um, but the truth is, I think just... Um, slow and steady wins the race, you know, and just chip away at it, love what you do, put energy into it every day. And then all of a sudden it's like the rear view mirror thing. You know, you look back, you look in the rear view mirror and you go, holy cow, look at how far I've come. Look at what I've built. Look at this business that I've created just because I've had a daily, um, you know, it's the com- the compounding effect. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. it's that daily accumulative, um, you know, outcome. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's just something that's important to me. And I just try to every day, take it a day at a time and just do my best. And I put mm-hmm. a lot of effort and energy into what I do and what I love, but we only have so much energy mm-hmm. that we can put out in a day. Just put good stuff out there. Yep. And that's being professional. I think for me, what it boils down to is respect, Mm. respect for yourself, respect for other people. I I think that's the simplest way I can define what it means to be professional because it's not, you know, it it is more casual now. Business is casual. We don't have to wear the same things. Casual time. You know, no, it's it's fine. And it's, that's the big part of it. It's just being respectful Mm -hmm. and again, respectful of yourself and then, yeah, you do, you don't have to get dressed to the nines. Do people even say dress to the nines anymore? I like that. I don't know if that's a thing anymore. They wear their, sna- their when they, they wear, wear their, their slacks and their blouses, <laughs> they dress but to the nines. It's like, even if you're wearing the jeans and the t-shirt, brush your hair, you know, brush your teeth, <laughs> use mouthwash, floss, please floss. I, so funny. Mm, flossing is so important. But it's, it is that. It's, you know, don't wear the super holy stuff. I know there's stylish, holy jeans, holy nut, religious, holy The subtext is 
when you say you care about yourself, that's putting out that mm -hmm. you care about other people too. Right. It's, it's so. making the effort, mm -hmm. again, just to, to look presentable in whatever way that fits in your personal style and, and reading the room and what's appropriate. I forgot what I just said. <laughs> That's it was the tricky awesome. thing about podcasting. So um, but, it, you know, it's also being caring. respectful of other, other people. How you put yourself forth in the, you know, your written communication and being professional, you're taking care to say, you know, I'm going to spell words correctly. We have yeah. autocorrect. We have Google. There's no reason not to do this correctly. Mm-hmm. Is showing people, respect for other people's time, for pe their energy. And people, people work with people they like. Right. That's another big one, yeah. too. And that goes with the respect thing, too. Um, you know, oh, language. That's another really mm -hmm. big one, too, I think. Right. Um, you know, not everybody loves being around um, somebody that's dropping a thousand F-bombs every other mm -hmm. word. Um, I, I don't really take much offense to the way people want to speak. It's funny. A lot of people... If they swear around me, they're like, I'm so sorry, Melissa. And I'm like, why? You yeah. know, I don't know. I, I guess because I, I don't really swear a right. lot. And it's just because that's just not my thing. So, I don't yeah. know. I mean, so, I, I will occasionally. But for me, um, I'm more about, uh, I don't know, it was kind of, I was raised to be right. more ladylike. And, yep. and and that's just my, my family's old country, or, you know, old country, old school. They are. And they're, they're that's just how they roll. Um, so that's just kind of how I roll. But um, I think just Again, it goes with reading the room. Don't don't assume that everybody wants to hear, you know, tons of f bombs and swear right. words and 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 to speak. So I I don't know I don't know just gutter talk. Gutter talk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. In my right. slacks and my blouse and yeah. my let, jazzy. Let your client set the tone. Yeah. I, I think I think that's Follow the their easiest. Lead. I, I just remember. I know we should wrap things up, but I and Brent's trying to get in the room. Oh, he's, is he? He's waiting. No, he's waiting for us to be done. Okay. But I just see him. He keeps peering in. So we have a Brent, window over here, this. and sometimes <laughs> people wave at us. Mm -hmm. and sometimes people try to get in. It's it's a lot of different stuff. I I one of my clients. Um, he had a big corporate client, huge corporate client that he'd worked with in one capacity, and that person hired him to do some video work. He doesn't really know how to do video work, so he called me and said, hey, do you want to do this? And it was great. It was, I had just barely gotten, you know, it was right after I left my old job, so it was great. And I remember, you know, I, having these conversations with a client, with his client, and when we're on set, you know, and again, he works mostly with high-end corporate executive types, and we got on set and, you know, he, at one point he kind of pulled me aside. He's like, this is how your people dress on set. And he was really sort of upset. You know, he, he was dressed a little bit nicer and I just said, yeah, I mean, what do you mean? He's like, I mean, there's holes in the t-shirts and then this and then that. And he, he was just very concerned. And then I, I just said, I'm like, have you looked at your client? And he looks over and the client is wearing jean shorts and a sublime t-shirt and he was just sort of super casual. And he, because he even said, like, I love production days because it's the only time I get to not be corporate. And, you know, so he understood the environment. These people are working 12, 15 hour days. They have to be comfortable. They're getting their jobs done. But it was, it was just funny that, like, oh, he, he was really nervous that his client was going to get upset because his frame of reference 
was in that corporate setting. Absolutely. And I just think that we all have to be mindful of how the world is changing. Try not to get caught up on how things used to be because that's not how they are now. And it's not how they're going to be in Tomorrow, the near future. We so, got to roll with the punches but, and keep up. Yeah. So I think no matter how casual, still be professional, be respectful. And care. Care about yourself and care about the people you serve. And at the end of the day, um, people will remember you for the right reasons. So I'm feeling pretty solid about today's episode. How are you guys feeling? <laughs> well, let us know. Um, you can go to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Uh, all our social channels are on there. Please send us messages. Leave us reviews. Let us know how we're doing. Yeah. Join our Facebook community group. Um, we That's where we would like to keep the discussion going. We do want to hear from you. This it, We want to know what you want to hear about, what you think about, what we talk about. Let's, and let's- one other thing I just want to throw in as we come to a close we do have uh, some really fun interviews coming up too. We're going to be bringing in some special guests to interview. And uh, I'm looking forward to that too, to mm-hmm. kind of surprise everybody, yeah. all the really cool people we know. We know a lot of cool we're people. We're fancy. Uh, we are fancy. So keep tuning this, in. This purple cow thinks we're fancy. He does. Even so. though we're not wearing slacks. No slacks for us today. Have a great day, wherever you are. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the Womanpreneur Podcast. Until next time, you've got this.